You're listening to Hope for the Uprooted. This is Susan, and I'm delighted that you joined me today. Whether you're sitting in your favorite chair at home, whether you're sitting at your office, or maybe you're on a nice long walk, it's just great to have the pleasure of your company. In all of our podcasts, I like to bring you encouragement from my heart and life experiences, biblical principles and practical tips to live them out, hope from God's Word, and even share some of my favorite scriptures along the way. Whether you are in the trenches of transition, the maze of moving, the chaos of change, or emotional roller coaster that we all go through as women who are uprooted. I want to bring you that that hope that comes from Jesus Christ. If you know Jesus, you have hope. He is an anchor to the soul, to our soul. And in that hope, you and I can choose to endure. What God provides for us is available and applicable and appropriate for our circumstances. God's hope, my friends, is relevant, relevant to you and to your life and to your circumstances. I love Romans 15, 4. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. And I encourage you to look that up in Romans 15, 4, and read that again out loud to yourself. I want to unpack today kindness, random acts of kindness, I am reminded often when someone is kind to me how much that means to me, how what a difference that makes in my day, how it can change my attitude, it can change my perspective, it can pull me up when I am down, it can make me happy when I am sad. Kindness is huge and such a small word, but huge. And when I think of kindness, I think of love in action. Love in action. It's an observable love. Something you can see, touch, and feel about kindness. And I want to share with you a story uh, that had a powerful impact for someone with that word kindness and that love in action. And I just want to take a minute and share that with you. I promise uh, if you could see me right now, you would see that I have my non-fat, no-foam latte sitting in front of me in a big bag of popcorn. But I promise not to slurp my coffee or smack my popcorn while I'm talking. But I, I want to tell you this story because, you see, God calls us not just to talk about love, but to show it through kindness. And I think a lot of times I have to practice kindness and we all need to get in the habit of doing that. 
and not let our circumstances distract us or keep us from showing love in action. I had a dear friend that lived about 30 minutes from me, and she had just gone through a devastating divorce. And I picked up the phone one Saturday and called her just to check in on her, and I could sense immediately that she was really down, that she was really, really having a rough time. Uh, We chatted a bit, I prayed for her, hung up the phone, and there was just that little nudge in my spirit. I know you've been there, I know you felt that, kind of that nudge inside, and I knew that I needed to go and see her and be with her. I just knew it in my spirit. And so my first thought was, what in the world do I have that I can take? You know, I I didn't have a lot of money left over at the end of the month. So, you know, it wasn't like I had all this, um, this cash flow to go out and buy expensive things or nice things. And, you know, I just, and I knew I needed to go right that right then that afternoon so I did what I normally do I just looked around my house and thought well whatever I've got I can take or I can use I looked in my pantry and I was going to make a great chicken salad and all I had was a can of tuna and it wasn't even albacore it was regular tuna and so I pulled that out I had an apple with some raisins I chopped all that up together and made a little light tuna salad and I had some lettuce that was on the way to wilt and I you know kind of pulled some pieces that looked fairly good and crunchy and um, you know put the tuna salad on top of the lettuce and um, gosh I grabbed my basket from the garage my little red riding hood basket and I have this kind of this short little red tablecloth that fit in the basket and kind of hangs over and I put that in and added a candle it wasn't a fresh candle I had you know it had burnt down halfway but I thought oh who who cares and so um, I stuck that in I, I didn't have any fresh flowers And so I went outside and I picked some um, pretty pink and white blossoms off my oleander bush. And yes, I know oleanders are poisonous, but I knew she wasn't going to eat them. And so I just um, stuck them in a little vase. So I had my candle and my flowers and my tuna. And, um, you know, I, I just, oh, napkins. I put some napkins in paper napkins and some paper plates and you know just kind of threw all that together and put my favorite devotional in there too um, my utmost for his highest I love that devotion and I love streams in the desert and so I kind of stuck that in um, just in case I might want to read her one of those and so off I went and I love surprises so I showed up at her door, and she opened, knocked, I knocked on the door, and she opened the door, and I said, hi, I'm Little Red Riding Hood, and I'm in the neighborhood, and I just thought I'd stop by. Well, first of all, she knew I didn't just stop by, because she lives 30 minutes away, and second, of course, she knew I wasn't Little Red Riding Hood, although my basket did indicate uh, that I might have been. 
and she said, oh, 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 she said, my house isn't clean. She said, I, 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 oh, and she was hesitating like that. And I said, oh, don't worry. I'm not going any further than your living room. That was my computer thing. Everything buzzes and whistles in my office. And so I walked in and I said, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go any further. Don't worry. Um, I said, I've got everything we need right here. I cleared off her table, her coffee table. I put my red tablecloth down. I put the candle out and the flowers and the paper plates and put the tune on top. And, um, you know, and I, I, I just, I said, okay, let's, let's just break bread together and visit. I just want to be with you. And she said, oh, I'll pull up some chairs. I said, no, don't even do that. Let's sit on the floor and just sit across from each other. And I knew there was an intimacy in that, sitting on the floor across from each other on this little coffee table or by this little coffee table. So we had our tuna and we laughed a bit and we talked and shared and talked about, you know, everything from A to Z. And then I said to her, you know, I care for you, and I want to pray for you again, and I want to pray specifically, and I just want you to know you're not alone, that God will never leave you or ever forsake you. And her eyes welled up with tears, and she said, oh, Susan, it just means so much to me that you stopped and that you came over here, that you just showed up at my front door. And I said, well, you know, uh, people have showed up in my life, and I know what that means. And, you know, we learn uh, how to show kindness by how kindness is shown to us. So what I did for her had been done for me. And perhaps you've had kindness shown to you, or perhaps you haven't in, in an observable way, uh, as an observable love. But it's never too late to start showing that kindness. Uh, I left that day, and um, for years after that, when her life um, began to take on a new bloom and new hope, she often said, that was a change point for me because you showed me um, the love of Christ that day. And so I just want to encourage you through that story that you don't have to have a lot to um, show random acts of kindness. You don't have to um, run out and try to buy things. Just look around your house, open your pantry, um, just show up. That was the most important thing I did that day was to show up in her life. And you don't have to take a thing. All you have to do is show up. The importance of that is my, that would be the first thing I would tell you uh, in my in my tips in how to live out the love of Jesus is to just show up in someone's life. Let me read you in Colossians um, Colossians 3.12. And so, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. An observable love, my friends. 
And let me just give you um, a few just living out kind of tips that you maybe you've thought of, maybe you haven't, maybe you think, why haven't I thought of that? But just different ways to show an observable love or love in action to show up in someone's life or to be thoughtful or to be compassionate. Uh, I love that scripture, Colossians 3 verse 12, that tells us um, specifically as believers, as Christ's followers, to put on that heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And you know, a lot of times I am so busy and I am so like a space cadet checking my list and focused on what I'm out doing um, that I just sometimes I don't take the time to be kind. I mean, I don't have my life all together. I blow it every day. I brush right by people and I don't say thank you or I don't say excuse me. Well, hey, uh, this is a good talk to me too. But we all need to be reminded, a gentle reminder of things that we already know. God calls us not just to talk about love, but to show it, to show it and allow God's love to flow through us. Let me just give you uh, a couple of of suggestions that, uh, like I say, you might put into practice as we unpack random acts of kindness. Be generous with sincere compliments. You know, I don't ever want to compliment someone that I don't really mean it. I, I want it to always be sincere. I, I make every intentional effort to be authentic and real and find out or look at someone and see uh, something about them that I can sincerely compliment them on. And that's always an encouragement to people to be generous with uh, authentic and sincere compliments. Not even a compliment, I would say, but an affirmation or an encouraging word is huge. There you go. That's so simple, but something we can all do. And of course, then saying thank you is huge. Um, Again, there are times that I'm so focused on my list when I'm out that I just don't stop and say thank you. And um, that's a reminder to me. All of these things are gentle reminders to all of us. Um, Oh, and this, listen, this has happened so many times. I make a practice uh, when I go, I've got six grandchildren. So when I go to any of their sports games, and cheer them on when they make a goal or when they make a basket or, you know, hit a home run or whatever. Um, But I cheer for them. But I also cheer for the other team when they make a goal or a basket or hit a home run. Um, No matter what the team, cheer your children on and show them what uh, kindness in action is by even... Uh, applauding and cheering for the other team and how important that is. Um, Introduce yourself to the the grocery checkout clerk or the person that, you know, is in the 
pass-through window for fast food or coffee, um, the person that waits on you. Introduce yourself. I've done that more times. I'll say, hi, I'm Susan. What's your name? And then I start calling them by name every time I see them and they serve me. And I always... um, you know, in fact, sometimes I can't remember their name and I keep a little paper and pencil in the car. I'm real intentional about this because it's important to remember someone's name. And like when I'm going through the drive through window to pick up my coffee, um, you know, I'll, while I'm waiting in line, I'll glance at the paper and I'll say, oh, that's Mark or oh, that's Sarah or whatever. And, um, and remind myself of their name. Little things that can be so important. You know how much I love the military. I'm all over military spouses to give them hope and encouragement. And I travel a lot and in airports, I always see someone in military in a uniform don't don't let the moment pass my friends when you see someone in uniform look them in the eye smile and say thank you thank you for your service don't hesitate to do that that means so much to them and i've had military spouses tell me how much that means to their husband uh, when they're serving our country So that's just a little thing maybe you hadn't thought of. Uh, Let someone pass you in the checkout line. If, you know, if they have one or two items and you have a grocery cart full, uh, let them pass you and get in front of you um, and just say, hey, pass it on. Pass it on. Someday you may have a full grocery cart and someone may need to Um, get through quickly with one or two items. I've been on airplanes and I've seen people with window seats or aisle seats give their seat up where a family could sit together. And that is so important uh, for a family with little children to be able to sit together. Uh, That's such a, a wonderful act of kindness and especially for people that are observing. You know, people watch you. People read the pages of your life. They watch your actions. They, they listen to your words. They see what you do and how you treat others. And that's something that I've observed that has warmed my heart. Another thing that you've probably never thought of in terms of when you're driving, but to let another driver merge in front of you, that's huge, especially you know, when you sometimes are the person that needs to merge in the traffic. Um, you know, kindness, kindness deserves kindness in return. So that's huge when someone lets me in before I totally panic. And uh, but then I remember, gosh, you know, I need to do the same thing and how important that is. Open the door for a mom with a stroller. Or maybe she's got, you know, uh, shopping bags in her hand and a toddler in her hand and, you know, a baby in tow. Um, Open the door for them. If you're at, you know, a department store or a grocery store, just anywhere, uh, open the door. I mean, these are things that are huge to the person on the other end, the receiving end. Uh, If someone that serves you does a great job, 
um, your hairdresser or, you know, um, even the clerk in the grocery store. If they do a good job, let them know. Uh, better yet, let their boss know. I, in a restaurant, if I've had great service, I love to say, is the manager here? And of course they freeze and think, oh gosh, what did I do wrong? But I love to tell the manager what a good waiter or waitress that I've had and how courteous they've been. These are just things that, you know, they're kind of, you know, maybe just prompt your memory, but are important to remember. Um, I went through uh, my little coffee place down the street, and when I went through the drive-through window, there was this little um, little basket that tip money went in. And at first, I I just kind of dismissed it. I saw that there were some dollars in there, but I just didn't think. And then all of a sudden, I thought, oh my gosh, these are kids working here. And they, you know, this is huge for them to have these tips. I mean, that means a lot to them. And so I carry uh, a little uh, folder in my wallet that has tip money. And that way I feel free. That's kind of my extra change or whatever left over. And um, that way I can quickly do that kind of thing. So there I almost forgot. There I looked right at it and almost did not do that. And I took my change out and um, put it in there. And then I thought, you know, gosh, here I'm going to be talking about kindness and Um, That's just another little way to practice a random act of kindness. So these are just little things that uh, to prompt you, uh, to remind you, to show that observable love this month. And I just encourage you again all the more to remember it's not... um, It's not how much you spend or how much you've got your act together, but it's more about just showing up. And, you know, trust God to provide you with the right words. And remember that you redeem your pain, your loneliness, through investing in others. Investing in others. You redeem your pain and your loneliness. Investing in others. And to, to stop and take time to notice someone, to show that kind of kindness, is huge in their life and takes such little effort in your life. And many, many people are on a rocky road of change. You never know what the person that you see um, in, at church or if you're out walking and, you know, you never know what's behind their eyes. You never know the encouragement they might need that will change their day or make their day. And I learned so much about kindness by the way other people showed kindness to me. And that's how we learn. We learn by observing. We learn by receiving. I'll never forget the time when my mother was gravely ill and I had to go back to Florida to to, um, be her caregiver. And I had uh, a couple of friends that came over to my house, cleaned my bathrooms, changed my sheets, 
cleaned my house. I mean, they got in the trenches of my life to have everything um, clean when I got back, um, which meant so much to me. I even had a friend that took my daughter uh, out to a restaurant to celebrate her birthday because I wasn't in town. I mean, did that not mean a lot to me? Was that not love in action to for someone to show that kind of kindness? So, you know, it's not that I am super kind. I have learned. I have learned through kindness given to me and through observing. And I've also learned, my friends, that you really do redeem your pain, your heartache, your loneliness through investing in others. So this month, I encourage you to unpack in your heart and be intentional about practicing random acts of kindness. And I want to leave you with one more scripture talking about hope for the uprooted. I want to leave you one more scripture to hang your hat on this week. Um, and it's Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not calamity. Plans to give you a future and a hope, a future and a hope. And we're all about bringing hope to the uprooted. And may you find a new and refreshing hope, as, as it says in verse 12, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you in verse 13, and you will seek me and search for me with all your heart. May your hope lie in knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior. Seek him. Talk to him. He will listen to you. Call upon him. Pray to him. And along the way, redeem your hurt. Redeem your brokenness through investing in the lives of others as you practice random acts of kindness. Thanks for hanging out with me for a while. Remember, I believe in you. You may say, oh, but Susan, you don't even know me. But ah, if you're part of this podcast and you listen in, then you're part of my family. I believe in you and you matter more than you think. You really, really matter a lot more than you think. Always move closer to Jesus and it won't get much better than that. We'll see you next time. Have a great week.